just find ways to segue into each topic since. Hey, welcome to another episode of Dorks, the podcast. This is going to be a fun show today. We're going to be talking about DC. Some big news came out this week. Uh, and uh, also some other comic news. This is going to be a lot of fun. But before we get into all that, here's the intro. woke me up like a good <laughs> thing of coffee w- wow yeah uh but no i inserted earlier into the show so uh they, oh, okay they, never mind yeah, we can use this me, audio then. back there we can clumsily just cut the <laughs> audio <laughs> abruptly oh, yeah, exactly <laughs> just just cut off something i said where it's like but fucking goth and just cut to like well it's coffee <laughs> oh i really hope if we're all picking on you <laughs> It's okay. I'm used to it. <laughs> I, I would love it if you you edited the podcast where it's like we're all like we're all picking on you, and you cut it right when it's like, oh come the fuck on DC, that suck, and then just cut. It's like Deadly Grounds Coffee. It's a pretty. Good, it's like <laughs> more the Leo God. Deadly Grounds Coffee is our official sponsor. <laughs> Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. Okay, so tons of news came out this week. Uh, a lot of it DC. Oh, it's about time. Uh, like, yeah. there's only so much Disney can pump out to make us like pay attention to them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess it all started with um, the Birds of Prey trailer or teaser. Yeah, I don't like. First of all, I don't I know s- how I feel about that. I saw that too, and I was like, uh, "Do we really need this?" Like. I understand, like... What DC Marvel... film are you talking about again? <laughs> Insert random DC yeah. film. It, I mean, we could question all of them. It's saying. the DC libs people. <laughs> so, I mean, are you are you really telling me out of all the things that came out of Suicide Squad, which should have been nothing, they're like, we want more Harley Quinn? I'm not saying Margot, Rob, uh, Margot Robbie's a good Harley Quinn. I just don't think I really needed a Birds of Prey movie. Like, of all I, the DC... Yeah. I wanted a... If I'm doing Harley Quinn, I want I want her matched up with Ivy. I always thought that that team was so much more fun than I think Birds of Prey is. I think you would have a better like buddy cop comedy if it's a fallout of her finally leaving Joker. You mean like yeah. animated series? Yes. Yeah. That That's would be great. <laughs> or the it most, writes uh... itself. That's what's so frustrating about having an animated universe. It's like it, you see how it can be done well. Uh, also, the most recent uh, DC movie, the Harley Quinn one, uh, dealt with that as well, where uh, Joker was abusing her and she left. Uh, oh, is that the Harley Quinn Batman? Yeah, Mick? the one that was a bit risque. But oh, you mean because Nightwing got it on with Harley? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so <laughs> IMDb has this movie already, and uh, the full title 
And this is going to... His name's s- Dick for a reason. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, uh, uh, there we go, our viewers. Uh, Goodbye. Uh, so the full title is Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Now, that's is that the yeah, official I, title? That's what it says on IMDb? If, if I could convey... DC, the, how Dawn of Justice is not a title. In an audio. <laughs> if I just find a way to audioly convey how hard my head is shaking, no. This... So, I mean, the one I can hear thing... Adams vibrate. It's something. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I'll take away from this, and and this is the one I'm holding my hat out for, basically being like, I want to see this, is A, they're bringing in Black Mask. He's going to be the main villain. And it's Ewan McGregor as Black yes. Mask. I think Ewan McGregor as a villain will be good. I'd rather see Paul Giamatti as Black Mask. That'd be my personal fan casting. I still think he's a good penguin. Who, uh, Paul Giamatti? Yeah. yeah, I can see it. It's hard, it's hard because it's hard to not think of Danny DeVito because his body was born for that role. Um, True. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's Danny DeVito, like you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it, 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 sorry for our non-audio video. I was making the the uh, penguin hands yeah. from uh, Batman Returns because you know when you thought of the penguin and his whole story arc was he looked like a penguin and had penguin hands i'm almost positive that has nothing to do with actually the penguin is in the comic books yeah but at least i i like that his visual looked a lot better than just being an emo teen throb that they did in gotham well gotham they they said that for the final episode they're bringing in uh the fat suit finally i don't give a fuck about (laughs) gotham (laughs) <laughs> finally when people stopped giving a crap about it yeah i that know show, that out. show had so much promise well the first couple Pro- seasons honestly, like the first I, I gave it a shot yeah but i did I too had... i uh i dropped off when um uh gordon left gotham so it was like the third season he was like uh he left because he was like on outs with the cops but the show is writes itself because the premise sounds exciting of gotham pd before that sounds great but they messed up the whole origin point of what batman is it's not that the villains are what created batman it's the other way around anyone who knows batman knows that yeah and it's just like the one thing with me was it's like they didn't trust the idea that people would like a cop show based in gotham like if it was just that yeah. i'd be super excited well that's why yeah, it was it i thought it was the... gonna be that and yeah. then now it, it like, started they always like some... they always pander to that one idiot in the focus testing it's like but i thought this was a batman show why didn't they show more things with like where's robin what's robin <laughs> doing at this time does this make sense why well, is this no, bat I, suit to, to well, be no, fair for, for... It, it did start off as a cop show uh yeah focused primarily on commissioner gordon but then it got silly you know i think that's well, what a it, lot of people it got silly the, the moment they decided that they were going to bring anything to do with batman into yeah. it they still well, just I, focus I mean, on yeah. dawson pd focus on how corrupt and shitty it was and, and that's what so it was. him dealing yeah. with this being the one good cop for all this time in this oh, and that's what it was too i'm sitting there being like okay i get it i understand like you know Gordon is, you know, this whole thing, but then like this, this whole storyline of his fiance is now a villain. And the second they brought in the thought of this is who the Joker was, I was like, "Yep, I'm done. I'm done." Like, why does why does DC 
feel that they need to give us an origin story for the Joker. Like, there is no reason. They've done such a good job. In Speaking the of the Walking Phoenix movie that we're going to get about the <laughs> fucking origin about the Joker. But, but like I said, I mean, everybody understands like the killer joke is one of those. It's the unofficial origin story. Yeah. A lot of the fans believe that was the real origin story. But I like how. But it's still it, ambiguous. Exactly. Right? It's yeah. very ambiguous. But again, because you have all these other stories that, they, well, which one is it? W- w- was it really this? Because even if you look at the movies, every movie Joker has a different origin story as well. Going back to even like the Adam West Batman is no one can determine it. But I don't know why this De- this Warner Brothers Entertainment is so gun ho on like this is this is the joker's origin i'm like okay great and if you haven't seen gotham they try to pull this big twist that like oh this person you thought was the joker this whole time it's not the joker well they, they even did an that, episode that of rick the and they, they also did an episode of rick and morty where they basically said like if you t- if you they illustrate if you do too much of someone's backstory you can also lose interest in a character if you do that mm. If it's like an interesting character, you might know yeah. the episode I'm talking about where it was like a fake out. Yeah. Yeah. They did that on purpose because it's like if you know like, oh, that's why they became that with like eh, it doesn't matter. You know, it's well, so so it's, it's frustrating. Plus the killing the joke with Nathan Fillion, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. You one. see what I'm talking yeah. about? Where it's like it's we like never left the shonies. <laughs> <laughs> So, so keep but, in mind, we're talking about DC. DC keeps on tripping over its own feet, and it's uh, the only shows... Except when it comes to their animated shows. Well, yeah, it, I don't get like, it. Their animated like, movies are fantastic. Yeah. They're so good. I can't wait to see Reign of Superman. Like, oh, actually, that's, that's I, what I want to see. Spoiler. It's like watching I, someone do it a bunch of somersaults, <laughs> and they keep stumbling and, like, face playing. You're like, oh, stop. And then they do, like, a really cool move. You're like, oh, fuck, that was awesome. And then, like... <laughs> Then they'll just keep fumbling. It's like, why stop? Just shit. <laughs> so, so speaking of Reign of Superman, I actually watched it yesterday. Uh, it was it's available on DCU. Yay! Crickets, 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 crickets. <laughs> I still ain't getting it. Uh, I would but, much rather own it. No, I, I, I know, I know. It's probably going to be for a limited time. They'll probably take it down next week. So, uh, you know, you need to go out and buy it. He's gonna go I check bought, it now. It's gonna I be bought, gone. <laughs> I bought the Death of Superman on at Black Friday for like five bucks. That was like one of my Black Friday purchases. And I remember watching it. And I'm like, this is really good. Like, yeah. I, even though they changed the story just a little bit to make it fit with like the Justice League and stuff like that, and took out yeah. like, Mr. Gold and stuff like that. I sat there. I was like, I'm watching this, and I'm like, this is really good. I was uh, like the art style they went with. Well, I like how these Justice League movies are all connect connected. Like they have the same yeah. voice cast, which I really enjoy. But I liked how you know Luther had a little bit of his own moment with Rain Wilson, who I'm really liking as a bad guy because of Star Trek Discovery, and that's a completely different topic for another day. How do you um, how do you feel when Lois kissed Lex for a second? Did you see that when Lex kissed when uh, Lex Luther and Lois Lane kissed for a second? You're like, whoa. No, yeah. no, no, that's wrong. Um, but like, you know, I, I remember I remember I was watching it and I was like, okay, this is more like the actual comic book and the arc that you saw in the graphic novel compared to what came out with Superman Doomsday like 10 years ago. That direct like that DC movie that came out like 10, 15 years ago. So like there's a DC animation keep going. But I don't know why they can't be like, can you guys come over here and help us with our live action stuff? Because you know what you're doing. Like, well, they, because if they're coming out with Hush, which is the next yeah. movie that the next Batman animated movie is going to come out with, 
which oh, that's be really good. I don't think Kevin Conroy's in it, but they haven't announced the voice cast. I think it's the guy who does Batman in the Justice League movies. They they did uh, state that it's um, Tim. Uh, who's the guy that did the Batman the animated series? Tim who? Uh, Bruce Tim. Bruce Tim. Bruce Tim's is doing the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But like you know, like I said, I just don't get like why. Those those people can't help with some of these live action movies because they can the anime guys can tell a sto- better story than these writers can. Paul Dini, just yeah. Paul Dini. Well, again, well, this this brings it to you have you, three Batman games. One of them had the worst story of all, but it was told well because the first two were told by Paul Dini. Wasn't Arkham Anyone, Knight? Was Arkham Knight was Arkham Knight was the only one that was was not written by Paul Dini, and that story well, they, sucked. Well, you had a Batmobile, which was completely useless and stupid. But let's you not had a Bat Tank. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're also and they talking about you to play the Bat Tank. You're also talking about different budgets. You know, it is the animations uh, studios they probably leave to their own department uh, because it's smaller budgets, and then you get to the movies where you know the suits have to jump in because it's much higher budgets, much uh, you know higher money at stake. Um, you know, I, I think that's play it safe, put Batman in somewhere. And I'm sure there's a, either one or a bunch of shitty produ- producers that don't know any of the properties are handling. Yeah. Personally, I, mean, I think it's because like these, the anime, yeah. oh, sorry. I think the animated team doesn't want to deal with the politics of dealing with the like crap that everybody else does, deals with with their like live action studio. Like if you observed that crap, would you want to step into that? No, and I'm with you on that. But like, I also feel like DC has better standalone stories than Marvel. Like, Marvel is so interconnected; their universe is so interconnected. I feel like DC has so many good graphic novels, one-off stories that you can make yeah. a movie on than Marvel can. Like, you know, I feel you know, for my opinion, like, you know, I can do Red Sun in Kingdom Come, in Hush, in The Long Halloween and be movies by themselves. I don't need them all to interact with each other because as long as the storytelling's good, you're gonna it's gonna be a good movie. I think that's what it is. Well and Marvel Marvel's gotten it with the animated with the MCU. But like I don't think like and I think that's just the way they're they're set up with all their interconnected New York City, that like being New York yeah. City, Avengers Towers and the Baxter building and all that stuff. Like you see like nods and stuff to it. But with like DC is they've built their stories on these individual stories. And I think that's what they need to go on and just and that's what you're seeing, I think, with these animated movies, that they're taking these one off books and making them into good animated movies. And I think that, you know, yeah, it's an hour and a half, two hours. And you can say, look, well, you can't make that into a movie. I'm like, if you take the premise of the long Halloween and make it into like the Batman movie, which is perfect segue, um, the Batman, you know, or year one into the Batman um, and you tell it good and you tell the story like, you know, I don't get it because they're like, here's the source. Here is the source material. Like just, you don't, you just expand, expand onto this. Yeah. Well, but you know, expanding onto it usually means some kind of convoluted love story. And well, look at Infin- infinity war. Infinity war was based, took elements of the infinity gauntlet storyline. You got to adapt it properly. And, yeah. and it had, same thing with Doctor Strange and some of these other Winter Soldier was adopted just enough to tweak it to make it fit. Like, and I think that's where you have to get good storytellers. And I don't know if Warner Brothers just doesn't have it or they don't put their trust on their storytellers. But like you saw a little bit of that with Aquaman. Aquaman told a really good story. Again, it was really flirted with that line of being bonky, 
uh, bonkers, but like, you know, let them tell the story and take influences and see what happens. Like you don't need to be the Marvel product. Like that's what I think. That's why DC has failed is because they're being like, Hey, they're playing catch up. So instead of doing what Marvel did properly and build this universe, they're like, well, everybody knows Wonder Woman. Everybody knows Batman. Everybody knows Superman. Everybody knows Justice League. You know what? We're just going to give them that. Yeah, there's no pacing. DC has absolutely no pacing. I think that's like the biggest thing that anyone would talk about is what's their failure. Well, a lot of their failure is is not planning ahead. I mean, that's one of the big things that Marvel had going for it is is planning ahead. I mean – all, yeah. their, all their movies are, are mostly standalone stories, uh, and they interconnect here and there. Uh, and then you get the big, you know, group movies like Avengers. And DC could have done that. I mean... Uh, or, or course correcting halfway between tones of films yeah. that you're shooting for. Yeah, I mean, you have, uh, what, two movies that were completely, like, just about reshot? You know, yeah. was, I, I don't know. Uh, well, it's 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 upsetting because, you know, like ever since these films came out, everyone talked about like, oh, well, if I did it, it could be this better. But if you did this, and it's always a shame that like like we're pretty spoiled in somewhat because of how Marvel did their thing. And it's just a bit more hurtful that there's not even a like a fun like like DC versus Marvel type thing, because Marvel has, you know, beaten them, gone back in time, beaten them again. You know, it hasn't been a fair fight. Also, Marvel Um, sticks to the source material. I mean, look at Aquaman. Aquaman is stuck. What's that? Marvel does not stick to their source material. Well, they... They retcon their source material. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, look at Scarlet. Well, they're doing the best with what they have available, given the fact that they did sell the rights to several of their properties before they even envisioned the MCU. But I think it's fun enough to be forgiving. It, but yeah, yeah, they're well, doing an amazing job at it. But they don't. They take as many elements as they can from the source material. Because I mean, Civil War in the comics, the mutants were involved, and that was right after um, House of M. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and I mean, in Civil War, and spoilers with Captain America getting shot in the cap the steps of the Capitol, like you know, so so you could in know, the they, comics. That's yeah in the comics. Just, even though, just even preface though I, thing for someone who missed that. Even though I thought when I saw Cat Civil War, because I knew how Civil War ended in the comics, I was like, "Watch, they're gonna pull a reversal here, and Stark's gonna die." Like that was gonna be like the reversal of like, "Oh, you know, everybody knows this. Everybody, everybody, I'm putting that quotation marks, knows the story that Captain America dies." Or you know, you have those videos come out being like, "This is the story of Civil War, just for people to know what's going on." And I thought literally they're gonna be like, okay, because Iron Man's gonna die. Like it's gonna, he's gonna do something stupid and he's gonna get killed. Yeah, but I mean, you know who doesn't have to deal with any of this DC crap anymore? Ben Affleck. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sad. Segway. I I like Ben Affleck as Batman. I really did. I thought his take on the character was good. I think he was given bad scripts. Like you saw how good he could have been, and like he was really good at Bruce as Bruce Wayne in um parts of bvs and a little bit of part of justice league you saw glimpses of what this character could be if he was just given a good script like you know i like the i like the older batman but i think that's also a problem because of these films because with marvel they think about longevity which is another thing with warner brothers is that they're very short-sighted they want to pace up they want to get to it and what's the most popular thing oh the dark knight and the dark knight comics oh you have an older batman but if you're going to have but, a franchise and start with Dark Knight Batman while their Justice League doesn't exist yet, it doesn't work. Because, again, remember, there's like one shot or one shot like stories in DC are fantastic. 
But what they're trying to do is take different characters from kind of nearly different universes or time and just smash them all together and make them fit. And but I mean, I don't you also think... had them using a gun. So, I mean. Yeah. They also, I, when I saw the Batmobile and it was covered well, in guns, I still was just like, what the fuck? Well, that <laughs> and uh, I've re- been rewatching the, uh, the warehouse scene, which is by far the best Batman scene of all time. Uh, there's a scene where he takes uh, his, um, uh, what the hell is it, uh, his grappling gun and grabs a box and flings it at a guy. And uh, the guy's head actually gets squished on the wall. Oh, yeah. It, it is, you know, he totally destroyed that guy. Um, but as, a, you know, as a story, I, I thought it was it was okay. But, you know, he is the best Batman we've had. And it, it is. No. Yes. Keaton. No. no. Keaton and Conroy. Okay. Live action. <laughs> Live action. Live action Batman. I stand by I've, Batfleck. I've seen Conroy in person. <laughs> Alex, you're not helping. <laughs> uh, I'm, so, 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 but hey, yeah. if you're going to jump in front of the bus, I guess the bus is going to honk, man. Just come on. <laughs> okay. The, the the whole package, suit, everything. You have to admit the 89 Batman suit I thought the was... suit was good. Oh yeah, like I said, again, there were parts of this bat the bat fleck that I thoroughly enjoyed. But again, it's one of those things like you you see what they reshot in Justice League. You're sitting there being like, How many writers wrote this scene? Yeah. Like it is awful. Like I heard you could talk to fish. That sounds like something Tony Stark would say. Write that in the script. That sounds like something Tony Stark would say. Make him say it. People think it's a Marvel film, like Tony Stark from Marvel. Do that be, be, because, like I said, you because you, it's either like I'm like because the whole thing and you get through the comics of Batman is Bruce Wayne is a character. He really is Batman. He puts on the Bruce Wayne to be that's his mask. That's yep. you get that like so he's gonna be quick and witty and stuff like that when he's being recruiting people. Like no, he's going to be Batman. Like yeah. you know, you don't have to have a wit off with Jason Momoa shirtless with leather pants like. I'm, I'm sure if you want for fan service, you can, but still. <laughs> <laughs> well, also that scene with him in the flash. I mean, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, I thought the, uh, uh, Ezra did a great job as the flash, but you know, him asking, you know, uh, Batfleck, you know, what's his superpower. And he just says, I'm rich, you know, so. I was going to ask what that line was. Is that what the line was in the film? Yeah. He goes, he goes, what's your superpower? And he goes, I'm rich. And then they drive off in this Mercedes Benz. Yep. So, uh, so uh, for everybody I mean, catching up, I don't, I don't, funny, like a, um, I don't like, I don't like a cocky sociopathic Batman. <laughs> Justice League Dark. something similar to he says something similar to that, and it comes off funny. It can be done right. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like, it was just it's poor. The whole Snyder movies were all done being like, all right, we're gonna do one. Like, well, I blame David E. Goyer because they hired him because of what yep. he did with the Dark Knight. And was like, we're gonna keep doing this. Like, no, like get some fresh takes on like this. Like, do you guys please. know who Martian Manhunter is? John Jones, yeah. Yep. Have you have you ever like fucked a woman? Sure. That's, yes. Yes. That's David S. Goyer. That was an interview he did after when they were asking him like, what's the right to write superhero films? Oh he was asked that on a podcast, and he asked if anyone ever got laid when he asked anyone who who Martian Manhunter was, and claimed everyone was a virgin in the in the audience. Oh my. And then I, went on to say, like, how, this was years ago. Yeah, I, uh, because I it was right after Superman, like right after Man of Steel, and it was embarrassing. He also went on this monologue about how uh, 
um, She-Hulk was created because Hulk had someone to fuck. And if anyone knows She-Hulk, that's his cousin. cousin. So everyone was just kind of like, oh, what the fuck? This guy's writing their superhero films. And they took that off the air. They took that episode off the air like immediately. Or at least they took it off the website before they're like, oh, shit, we're getting some feedback on this. And not good. So um, they've gotten Matt Reeves to do the next movie. So Matt Reeves has been attached to this pro- pro- project for five years now. Like, I mean, I know the big news that came out is that it's going to be a younger or noir detective style Batman movie. Yes. And it's going to have the, a, a decent rogue gallery is his quality is quote is there will be a rogues gallery. So there you're going to see multiple villains and it's going to be a younger Batman. It's going to be more detective rumor has it. It's year one. Which, again, I don't want to see Batman Year One. I've mm. read Batman Year One. I've seen the animated movie I, Batman Year One. So Batman Begins. We kind yeah. of are just treading water. No. We know the origin of Batman. Like, if I have to see their parents get killed again and him train Leo, again. Leo's Leo trying speak. to say something. <laughs> Leo. Uh, I love Year One, okay? I, I I think Batman Begins was was okay. It could have been better. I want a proper Year One. You know, it, but I, why? Because why? It's just, why? just because you love something doesn't mean it's <laughs> absolutely necessary. Because how many? Well, I'm well, just joining the lynch mode. I, I understand. That's all. No, <laughs> no, I totally understand loving like year one as a comic. But do we really need a similar story told again? It if no. it's if it's done right. It, it, oh my God. I want one third of the movie to be. I want one third of the movie of them just killing the Waynes. Just one third of the entire film. <laughs> oh, the pearls are in slow motion. Oh, look at them. Oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is why Bruce Wayne hates rock music. Oh, no. Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Get the reference. Get it. Pearls. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, please. Not the wallet. Oh, come on. Not a dark alley after seeing the mask of Zorro. No. Oh, God. We're going to cast. Scared, uh, just Justin Rowan's gonna cast over and play the young Bruce Wayne voice where he's like playing Morty over. <laughs> no, please. Oh, don't shoot my mom too. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh jeez, Rick, don't do it. <laughs> uh so uh Matt Reeves, uh he has uh, a short list in IMDB. Uh he was uh a director or sorry, a writer on Felicity, uh Let Me In, uh War of the Planet of the Apes. Uh and he directed um what was it? Uh, War of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, and and Dawn of Planet of the Apes and Cloverfield. Yeah, he's and really Dawn good. Dawn of Cloverfield like, of the Apes. I am a fan of I am a fan of uh, yeah. Matt Reeves. I like the story. Like I think that yeah, the uh, it's cold. Yes, it is cold. It's it's quite <laughs> nipply. Oh, can, can we get a Batman movie where Andy Serkis plays Clayface? Oh my god, that'd be awesome. I love that. But like I, when they announced Matt Reeves, I was like, okay, I can see him doing this because I've seen some of the stuff. Like he revitalized the Planet of the Apes franchise for three movies. Like that was really, really good. Um, but like I said, I, you know, but I had a feeling once he was attached to the movie, that was the end of um, Ben Affleck. Like yeah. it just was writing on the wall. You know, he was supposed to write, direct, produce, and then it turned into him just starring in it. And then it was just like, and then everything come from Matt Reeves being like, well, you know, we want to take a different story, a different direction, you know, all this stuff. And then now the question is, now we're getting this information. Where does this fall in? Does this, is this the standalone movie now? 
or does it somehow fit into the MC, the DCEU? I think they're going to try that, but very, very cautiously. I think they're going to go for more standalone, but still hint at like, oh yeah, that's also going on maybe. I think it's going to be like what they're doing with Wonder Woman 2. It's going to be set like earlier, like in the past. Because you're, you, you, you're going to have him as himself. Like they're not going to change what's already been done. I don't think they're going to retcon a lot of it. I think you're going to see him like in the ni- late 90s. And I'm putting that in quotation marks because I don't yeah. know when this would fall. So you could be like, oh, this is this is him 20 years from now. This is him after he's been fighting crime for X amount of years. Like so it doesn't disrupt that timeline any more than it has to. I still like Paul Dini and Kevin Smith's idea years ago where they were talking about if they could do a show where it took place when Bruce was in his school days, right before he like got like to go off and like train and stuff. It was pretty awesome. And like how the Court of Owls and other people are trying to recruit him and stuff like that. And he went to like a academy and stuff in Bloodhaven. It was like a really awesome concept. And Batman. there are places you can explore in Batman's mythos, but they did that retreading in... stuff we're greatly aware of is a bit much now because it's like i don't mind if you have like year one like stuff but i wouldn't want it to be an entire film like the first like that scene where batman confronts like the aristocratic douchebags of gotham it's like oh we run this city right everyone <laughs> and then all of a sudden batman just crashes apart and goes like you guys are fucked and that's how it kind of goes i wouldn't mind that scene it'd be kind of great but i would do it as kind of like you could do it almost like that not as not as funny and quirky as that first spider-man montage where it's just like a guy with eight hands sounds hot and it's like hey and then they keep like having a montage of spider-man saving the city but show a bit through the years of batman saving gotham or showing like the progress or change. i could see them doing like a court of owls like if that's your main baddie for this movie because you can do it like you said you're going to do a year one. Okay. You have the court of owls. Like, and then you can do that. Like that could be the overarching thing of the Batman mythos. If you want to do multiple movies with this people, like, yeah, you can even have the beginning of the movie with young Bruce Wayne confronting like the concept of the owls in the beginning of the film. So uh, not not just the killing, uh, just a heads up, uh, what you described about, uh, Bruce Wayne being, uh, inducted into the court of owls. That was actually a storyline on Gotham. I don't care. I'm just, Gotham doesn't exist. I, I'm just like, yeah, you know. I, I got to agree with that one. <laughs> it's all, it, it's all irrelevant. As soon as I saw that Bane thing, I was just, the, the Joker that we were introduced died and it's now possessing his twin brother who is now the Joker because he's possessed by his former twin brother who became the Joker. Fuck this show. I don't care. God. <laughs> so they cut off his face like an odd, like the death of the, uh, the death of the family story arc was Awesome. Death in the family. That yeah. that no death of the family. That's the one where he, he cuts off his face. Death that's why I, was death in the family. Uh, well, no, de- de- death in the family is the Jason Todd story arc. Yeah. Now he is a person that really fucking revamped Batman in the comics. Those were those were awesome. That was the only like great thing I can say that came out of the new Fifty Two with uh, you know the with uh, Scott Snyder did with uh, the Batman comics. Yeah. You know. Like, aside from a few other things, like, I thought Swamp Thing was pretty good, which, again, was Scott Snyder and, uh, you know, like Animal like animal Man and other types of stuff. Pretty great. But, you know, a lot of that didn't come out well because, you know, with DC, there's a lot of bad that comes with the great. Seconds, and then we went on this tangent <laughs> about DC. I love it. It, it was, uh, like, what, a 40-second, like... Oh, yeah, we talked about it for, like, 30 seconds. We can I go back it. to it just because... 
Well, I'll just say this. The the teaser, I fucking hate teasers. I don't get the point of them anymore because I, I hate them nearly <laughs> just as much as that teaser they give you before an actual trailer nowadays. Yeah. I don't get the point of that where it's I, like a quick like show reel before they show the actual teaser or trailer or the teaser of the teaser before they show you the actual teaser. It's like, what are you doing? Just oh, how many, how well, many of those we're going to get this week uh, this Sunday? Oh yeah. Probably too many. So, so speaking One's already too many, speaking of uh, birds of prey now take this with a total grain of salt. Uh, but on Reddit, <laughs> enough to shovel and throw on your driveway type salts uh, okay okay so so i signed have up you seen to... the salt have you seen the salt things that I like yes. these use like that much salt that tiny thing we uh, can't cover reddit with that shit okay so uh there's this user on reddit uh he goes by um named pond leo 27 yeah, alexis luther <laughs> And, the uh, dork knight. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> he's claiming he has inside knowledge. This is on the DCEU leaks. Oh, oh, form. someone has inside knowledge Ooh, yeah. in DC. Yeah. You got to believe everything you hear, so, especially uh, online. So he says uh, WB is very focused on moving forward on the projects with smaller budgets. Birds of Prey, Suicide Squad, Gotham City, Sirens. Batgirl, Plastic Man, and Justice League Dark are all expected to have budgets of under eighty million dollars, uh, with more of a focus uh, with more of a focus on physical villains as opposed to them fighting CGI cons- constructs. Uh, also, he knows New Gods uh, one might seem a bit unrealistic, but uh, word is Cario Salem's script is very good. Uh, so he has a slate going up to twenty twenty three. Uh, so he says for 2019, we're getting Shazam and Joker, obviously. Next year is Birds of Prey, Wonder Woman 84, and Bat. Uh, sorry, just those two. 2021 is Batman with Suicide Squad 2 and New Gods. Uh, 2022 is Gotham. Batman Su- with Suicide Squad 2 or Batman Suicide uh, Squad the ba- 2? The Batman. Ka. Yeah, sorry. The Batman and then Suicide Squad 2. Uh, it's and, not going to be a sequel. And then New Gods. I'm just telling you what I'm reading here. Okay. Uh, okay. Next on the slate is uh, Gotham City Sirens in 2022. Also in 2022, he says The Flash and Batgirl. And then 2020. are waiting off too long if they're going to do it that way. Yeah. Uh, and then tw- uh, 2023, uh, he finishes up Plastic Man, Green Lantern Corpse, and Justice League Dark. It still seems a lot of uh, no rhyme or reason for a lot. It seems really random, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so we're gonna get just Suicide Squad two with from James Gunn, which that was confirmed that James Gunn is yes. gonna direct. Shocker! Like no one saw that coming. But also, he's rebooting the damn thing. Oh yeah, he's, he's, re- he's recast- and now it's called the Suicide yeah, Squad. the Suicide Squad, and they're recasting every part. I, I think except Harley Quinn, they said well, because. You know, okay, just to- I still think I still think Jill, uh, G- uh, Gillian Jacobs from Community would make a great Harley Quinn. Yeah, she'd be good. Allison, uh, Allison Are you of, I can see Leo pondering it. No, I, I like uh, Marco Robbie. I'm gonna I'm gonna coin that term for you when I see you looking up. <laughs> Leo pondering. <laughs> uh, who did you suggest from Community? Me, uh, Gillian Jacobs. She's the blonde one. She was oh, okay. also on Love on uh, Netflix, which actually was surprisingly good. Okay. She's uh, very quirky. That's why I think like I think she'd make a good genuine Harley Quinn in a fucking onesie. Please, I I get it, but I I really do love the classic look all right i thought you were mentioning uh alison brie which was in glow 
I love um, I love Allison Brie, and I will gladly. No, take she's her great. Quinn. Or or I would have her, or as a, uh, uh, I would have her, or as I would, I would have her. I think she would be a really good. Um, oh crap! What's her name? Shoot. Describe her. No, I, because I, I can see her as a Catwoman, but she's too goofy. I don't think she can pull off the seriousness for it. Yeah. But she has like that flirty energy, which would be like really good with like Bruce Wayne. I think maybe Zantana. There oh, we go. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Perfect. Yeah. There we go. See, uh, but see, listen up, DC. We know what we're talking about. Justice League Dark will be tough because that's one of those pro. Those are one of those movies that's been kicked around for the last ten years with like uh, Del Toro attached to it. But they actually did a pretty good movie. The animated movie was actually like pretty damn good. Like I thought it was yeah. really good. Also, Constantine now is Matt Ryan. Like he's take that character and ran with it. Like I think yep. like, you'd you'd have to cast yeah, him. Yeah, I I would revolt if anybody else plays. Wait, you didn't like Keanu Reeves? I loved his accent. <laughs> so, so no, that best part of the movie was when Satan showed up. That was probably my favorite scene. Oh, in anything. yeah, that was no. best. To me, the best scene was when Shia LaBeouf died. Damn! I think everybody does yo-yo. Uh, so I think no. whoa, whoa with a, when, with when a showed up. just segue segue that way where you're just like everyone fucking hates him. We all wish he was dead. Anyway, speaking of DC weird movies, whoa. you know I will never forgive him for uh, Crystal Crystal Skull. You know, no, I like I like Disney. Disney did to a fact where they're not honoring it. That movie never happened in the eyes of Disney. Yeah. Uh, You're new to this. I've been. I did not like him in even Stevens. I have hated him since I saw him in that. <laughs> I, I. It's like I'm. I am slightly curious where your contempt comes from, <laughs> because there's many things of him be just just being kind of a pretentious artist and stuff. But like, oh, I, I hated him before that. I just okay, I wanted. Him. Where's the base? Yeah. Where's the origin for this hatred? Where does this long revenge hate just, come from? Watching even Stevens, like he was such a horrible. Why? Why were like you watching even act. Stevens? Because <laughs> I watch shows like that. You got an issue with it? <laughs> I I just don't. But you watched it enough to grow hatred for this man. Why would you continue? I don't understand. It's just, it, it's like, it's not even fighting you about. It. It's like why are you well, watching shows that make you show. angry? <laughs> my brother liked the show. <laughs> okay. So. So is it like is it from your brother that you just slowly grew to hate him? I mean, I I don't like two and a half men, but I don't have contempt for my mom. Just like... <laughs> I got no no problem with my brother, but I, clearly it's all towards uh, okay. So sorry for that break, but like whoa. Okay, but it, you know but... if you, if you're not seeing like any visual, he is like gritting his teeth and his hands are like. Just bright red with the, the squeezing blood out of his fingers out of right now. God. <laughs> so putting Shia uh, Shia Shia LaBeouf uh, aside, uh, I think them c- doing a course correction on Suicide Squad is really good. Uh, and if we look back, Marvel did the same exact thing before they started off the MCU. Uh, I beca- love the Iron Man. Yeah, but before that, we had what was it? Uh, Incredible Hulk, and then this. What was the sequel? The no, it was Hulk, and then Hulk. there was nothing after that for five years. Then Iron Man came out. We can't forget and then about the Hulk. Incredible Hulk came out after. Yes. Yeah. We, yeah. 
Oh, but I, that had nothing. The Hulk and the Incredible Hulk had nothing to do with each other. Correct. Yeah, right. they they course, they course corrected. They just changed the name Except of the title. Except for a green no. chocolate milk mix it, that was disgusting. Yeah, remember why we don't have a Hulk solo movie? Because they don't own the rights to put him in a solo movie. You what Universal does or Paramount? One of the two. But that's it's why a, we it, had Hulk. It's the reason why he can't have a standalone film again due to the fact that it's why everybody wanted the Planet Hulk movie, but the only way for them to use Hulk in a movie is tied to another Avengers character, and the movie can't be called The Hulk or anything about it. That's why the only way we're going to Planet Hulk. Gotcha. Well, Disney just needs to buy Universal. No, (laughs) No, they they don't. don't They're done buying properties. I think they should buy Warner Brothers. I think that'd be hilarious just to be like, man, fuck it. <laughs> rumor, rumor had it for a while that Disney was looking to buy Sony before they bought Fox. Yeah. But I think when they got Spider-Man, they're like, okay. Like, I don't think they wanted anything else. Well, they're I mean, mi- like... They're missing out on Venom? Yeah. So I'm, not say, I'm not saying it's not going to inevitably going to happen, but I think it's more of a... Uh, I mean, if if they can continue their symbiotic relationship. Symbiote? See what I did there? No. <laughs> Alex is like, I'm done. I'm done. There's a lot of terrible things that's happened in schools, and Yo-Yo is just one of them right now. Um, <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh. All right. Oh. That's right. <laughs> so uh, just uh, finishing up on Suicide Squad. So uh, James Gunn was uh, in a uh, interview recently. And he said that the sequel has a title of the Suicide Squad and is not being labeled as a direct sequel, but as a relaunch. We covered that. Sources say that Gunn's focus is to take the franchise in a new direction with mostly all new cast of characters and actors. Sources also say that the project is also very much rooted in Gunn's vibe as seen in Guardians of the Galaxy. Makes you wonder if he's going to put Detective Chimp in the movie. Well, I'm very curious. I'm very curious because, like, Gunn is really good at these, like, these visual movies and stuff like that. Is uh, so you said a new cast? So do you mean because the Suicide Squad changes from throughout the history of the Suicide Squad? So I wonder if they're going to keep like the Suicide Squad that we already know of from the first movie, or are they going to, or are they going to bring a bunch of other new characters that? You know, you can have one or two, like, you can put Croc back in there, because I think Croc is still, like, a really interesting character. Or you can still have Deadshot or Or Captain have a better Boomerang. actor to play him. Yeah, like... Or except somebody like just does do. this the entire movie. Like, I mean... something to do and but, make but a that's character what I mean. not, like, the kind of, like, fake black guy. But, like, and, but like <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, you can... Are you going to take these characters... That's a, that sounds like a DC villain. Them? <laughs> or you're going to... Are you just going to just... Give a whole new character in the in the Suicide Squad. Like that's what I'm curious about and what they're gonna do. I think if I was going to position, I would try to do it like an Ocean's Eleventh type thing, where he's gonna select characters that would fit in a narrative of like, who would I need to do a certain like reverse heist or something? If they're gonna go in that kind of way, where it's like you get like, um, you know, again Clayface to be a shapeshifter to get past guards or stuff like that. And because it's it's the government of just like, hey, your superpowered people will, will will lower your you know your time inside if you just do what we say, and if you don't, we're gonna blow you up. It's like seems seems all right, seems like an interesting concept, and it's hard to make it boring. But DC can accomplish many things if they try all hard enough. Well, I think with James Gunn at the helm, that this definitely has a lot more hope than it had. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll see Will Smith return. I think we'll see Margot Robbie return. If he's smart, he won't have Will Smith return. Yeah, Will Smith cost him like $50 million. It's rewind time. 
Yeah. Like if if they want to keep a budget under a hundred thousand, eighty, you hundred million or eighty million, you can't have Will Smith. You can't have Margot Robbie unless they're taking pay cuts. Margot Robbie might be willing to take the pay cut because she'll get the producer know. credit. Yep. And Will Smith might be willing to too, but I don't think he should. He did. He did Men in Black three for almost fifty million dollars. I also oh, think wow. if it's gone, he's going to introduce obscure obscure villains and stuff. Yeah. And that's what exactly what he should do. Yeah. Take the just um, Gardens of the Galaxy or. Some pretty obscure characters. But no one knew that. them. No one. Um, for the majority, there's a lot of people that know. I fucking knew them, but you know, still. I know. <laughs> but, but also, I mean, like, I think he's gonna have a characters like Livewire or something. You know, he's gonna Ooh, have. Uh, that would be awesome. Yeah, and I think I got uh, genuinely sad about that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's not even true. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be disappointed when she's not in it. Why don't I just be, let me be the casting director? I eh? drop Zantana, fucking New Harley and shit. And just let me, let me do it. Andy Circus is Clayface, man. Well, well, um, well. He, his his uh Marvel contract is complete. And oh, I yeah. assume uh, Star Wars as well. Well, I was just saying he won't. He couldn't if he was if Killmonger, not Killmonger. Um, if Claw was still alive. Yeah. Well, he could. He oh. technically could be. Yeah, God knows what's gonna happen. Every everything is up in, in the air right now with Marvel. Yeah. Facts. Oh yeah. Yeah, there is a, some fan theories and... I think is interesting, but I do not like to say any of them because I do not want to accidentally spoil something for myself where it's like, oh, that'd be a fun theory, wouldn't it? And if it's true, it makes me feel like an asshole. Well, the thing is, there's so many fan theories coming out. There's new ones every day. And it's constantly my news feed is constantly like, did uh, the teaser trailer ruin Endgame? Did, you know, uh, this toy ruin Endgame? You know, it's... Uh, Blame Lego. You know what I do? I, I don't open things that say stuff like that. I, I don't go on Reddit. I, I, this is not, I live this my is not life even and on wait Reddit. for the day it comes out, and I will see it when it comes out in theater, and I will This is me see what happens. swiping left I, on my phone and going to the uh, the news. Uh, so in the yeah, group... you know, I swipe left on my phone, too, and go to the news. You know what? I see politi- like political news. It's like Tinder, and, uh, Leo. You swipe the other way. <laughs> uh, the top three stories. Avengers Endgame Theory explains how Doctor Strange used Time Stone in Infinity War. Uh, Suicide Squad film gets a release date. Michael B. Jordan reportedly returning for Black Panther 2. Um, yeah, and then some news about the Queen. Queen Zack Snyder Justice League trilogy plans revealed... See, this is all based after what you search, though, because we're talking about you have a Google phone. Yes. So Google knows what you look for. That's why they're showing you this stuff. Do you have so you're the setting phone yourself number? up for this. I don't, Do you have your inside man on, on speed dial? <laughs> <laughs> the Redditor man who has all the inside access? Yeah, yeah, no. I'm just imagining, like, this guy shows up at Comic-Cons and will come right up to you and he's like, I recognize you. Do you want some inside access? Just come around the building with me. <laughs> it's it's an exclusive pass. Just come around this way. They hate this. Drum solo. <laughs> uh, so uh, what was I saying? Uh, Justice League trilogy re- resolved by Kevin Smith. Oh yeah, we... Gotham sucks. You learned your lesson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We didn't even talk about that. I mean, uh, Kevin Smith uh, said he was over in the UK uh, in his latest podcast, and he was talking to people that were working on uh, Justice League over there, and how Jim Lee. Uh, drew out storyboards for the three Justice League movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and this you... was on Fat Man Beyond. Uh, yes. Yep. I, th- that's still one of my favorite podcasts he does. It's that and Hollywood Babylon are my two favorites. I agree. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. 
He's got so skinny. Every time I look back at him, I I still hope that in the Janusaw Bob reboot, fucking Jay turns to him and goes like, fucking Lunchbox came a fucking thermos. <laughs> well, you know, they're, they're going to have that like wisecrack somewhere in there. Yeah, I hope so. Well, they even had it in that uh, short he made. Uh, what was that? Oh, yeah. The with the, about the pot star. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually Holly, pretty good. Ho- Hollyweed. Yeah. Hollyweed. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, they took uh, too long filming the thing where he dropped like fifty pounds in between a scene. So he like dropped. yeah, and he said he goes like why? So he goes I took a huge shit or something like yeah. that last night. And yeah, this is what happened. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, well, that's what I said. Well, it was funny because, like I said, you said like it, Kevin was in the UK and he got the full outline of what the three Justice League movies or the two Justice League movies were going to be, going from Dawn of Justice throughout. And hearing the story arc was really good. Like I was like, I I'm I, I wish I could have saw that come to fruition because I think that would have been a really good arc over like two or three movies. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, if you didn't hear the podcast, it talked about uh, the end of Justice League. Um, the boom tube opens up and uh, they uh, get a glimpse of uh, Darkseid. And they realize that there's something else out there, and uh, that they have to go after it. And then I don't, I don't get why that was edited out in the the Justice League, the Joss Whedon one. Well, they the also, Joss. they also said that. Um... Wait, wait, wait. I, I actually might have to get going soon. Okay. The rehearsal's over. Okay. We'll let you go, yo yo. I really yeah. hope the security camera caught you like just hating Shia LaBeouf <laughs> and just like in the hall should, in the hallway of a school. Just like fuck hallway. Shia LaBeouf, that piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> now they're kicking them out. Everybody in happening. this building heard that. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Uh, now they're just... kicking them out. We all know what's happening. So uh, real real quick, where can people find you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find me at Boy Meets Phone on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Also, Yo Saint Laurent on those same social media channels, and sometimes hanging out in random school hallways. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, please call your local police department to make sure that he is okay. <laughs> or be a cool kid and hang out with him by the lockers and smoke weed and skateboard. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it, I swear this place kind of looks Let's like Let's go draw dicks in the bathroom. Like Sam Spider Man movie, though. Just saying. <laughs> it really does. Whip, whip. Bye, yo yo. Bye. Uh, so we're well, going to be wrapping things up here, uh, but the um, uh, what was the I end? Of, the end of Justice yeah. League was supposed to be Boom Tube with Darkseid in it, yep. which I'm with you. Like they mentioned him like once, and I'm like, you you knew that that was the villain. Like yeah. why couldn't you just foreshadow it more? But you knew that was Warner Brothers being like, we don't think this is going to be good, so we're going to edit it. That this is just there is no sequel to this movie. Yep. And uh, it was supposed to tie into the dream that he had in uh, what Batman versus Superman with the Flash. Oh yeah, it was. It was supposed to. The first one was supposed to be. Then Justice League was was Steppenwolf. Then you see the the Dark Side emerge from the boom tube after they defeated Steppenwolf, uh, and then it was supposed to cut. And then the second movie was supposed to be them in space, and that's where you introduce. They're on Apocalypse, and that's where you meet the Green Lantern Corps. That's how they get introduced because they've already been introduced in. Wonder Woman, um, and supposedly that scene where you see Jeremy Irons being like, "We are waiting for you to come. I hope you're not too late." Was was supposed to be a Green Lantern core member, it was supposed to be either John Stewart or um, oh my God, who's the oh God, 
John, oh, Hal Jordan. Uh, Jordan. But that was supposed to be him because they're supposed to have the green glow on his face, but they got rid of it. Um, and that was supposed to be like the, the, the hint. And then the third one was supposed to be that apocalyptic dream. They come back to earth and it's how it is at the dream sequence in BVS. Yep. And that was the whole arc of that, that story. Yeah. Which so. sa- sounds awesome. Uh, it is, it's a little sad that they, you know, scrapped it, but, uh, but I can also argue here that with that universe, it's still very limiting for what everybody wanted. I'm not saying the story would have been bad. I'm just saying like, to work in the context of that universe for all their spinoff films that they all want to contain this whole big thing doesn't really work. Yeah. Because yeah, it's mean, the dark universe. It's clearly the darker one. And it's like, yeah, that's fine. But it's like you're clearly trying to make a big Marvel-esque you know, franchise. But when you're doing like yeah, a dark film and all this kind of shit, but you're also like Shazam's also here. It's like it doesn't really work, you know? And that's what I'm I'm curious about. Like I said, you 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 you've had, you've you've had these breadcrumbs now. You have Wonder Woman being its own entity, but l- loosely connected to the Justice League. You have Aquaman loosely connected to the Justice League. Their standalone moves are loosely connected to this stuff. A Shazam, you already know, like the kid, the the Foster sidekick, is loves the Justice League. So he has like the the bullet from Bounce Off Superman, like all this stuff about Batman. So you know he lived, he's in this universe. It's all going to be loosely connected. Yeah. What are these sequels going to entitle then? Because Aquaman, what's the is Aquaman then going to be by itself, or is it going to reference you know Themyscira? Like, is it going to reference some random other thing that's unbeknownst to us? Like, I'm that's what I'm more curious about than anything else. Because you know, are they really going to start distancing themselves from Justice League to have these standalone universes, or are they going to still kind of overlap each other? Well, I, I think I, it's kind of weird because they're still trying to tiptoe the nerdiness in some of these films because. If you guys remember in like the Deathstroke Man Lives, what happened? Those producers are still working in Hollywood making these films, especially that crazy dude about polar bears and spiders and yeah. shit like that. Yeah, that, 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 that guy also that guy also produced Man of Steel. Look it up on IMDb. It's fucked really? up. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think it's that, or at least he's one production. of the producers, I believe. But I think it's that production house owns the rights, like the Superman films. Like it's weird, like that. It's like the James Bond producers produce every single James Bond movie since Doctor No. Yeah. But like they're they're the gatekeepers, and I think his company is the gatekeepers to Superman. So anything oh, like, has to go. Like so, we'll never get an Idris Elba James Bond then. Basically, well, Idris Elba doesn't want the job anyway. Suppose according to him, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but that's what I'm curious about is like you know they want to do a Flash movie, they want to do a just a, a Green Lantern core movie. How is that going to tie in, or are they just going to be standalones? Because they're still like I'm. Only, I'm with you, Alex. They're tiptoeing around this connected universe. Yeah. How much longer are they going to like? You have to. They're going to have to cross paths again eventually. I like think that they're was gonna, my yeah. They're, that they're was my have... biggest takeaway from Justice or Aquaman is all these giant waves crash onto the shores and all these ships and all this stuff. And there's no just there's no mention of like Superman cleaning up or there's no mention of Wonder Woman doing stuff. But they know who these people are like they know who Aquaman is, according to the news. Like, do you still think they might try a Flashpoint type thing without calling it Flashpoint? I think like they might just want to do it just to scrub out the nitty gritty and, you know, the Snyder sense. That's why I'm I'm surprised that they haven't like I always thought the Flash was that soft reboot. Yep. Like 
and it doesn't look like we're getting that movie. I don't know. It's because they can't find a director. The script isn't good, but like, you know, that's, that's your soft re- reboot. Like you do flashpoint, you know, it's just, you come back, you can have the, the Matt Reeves bat, the Matt Reeves Batman is bat. Like that's him. Affleck's gone. If you have to re, you know, recast Henry Cavill, that's your time to recast Henry Cavill. Like, that's the one you want to do it. I mean, for me, I still believe Henry Cavill's in Shazam. I think that's a huge smokescreen they're putting up because in comic books, and Al can either confirm or deny this, they always have like a rivalry together because you have Man Superman, who's like the adult, being like, no, this is what you're supposed to do with these powers. And Shazam's a kid. He goes, I don't care. Like, I'm going to do what I want. Like, that's kind of the mentality of him. So, yeah, I would like, you know, you don't know how to handle your powers, but I can show you, and he doesn't really want to listen. Isn't so. that what the Justice League basically is? It's just kind of like a meet and greet of people just like, oh, you go through the same shit? Oh, that's cool. I mean, that's that's essentially why people love the team-ups in Justice League because it's like the the mutual understanding that they all do the same job, which is why some of the best moments in Justice League Unlimited were them just hanging out at the cafeteria in the Justice League uh, satellite. Yeah. It's like down to earth and just talking about shit. <laughs> well, yeah. it's. I mean, what makes the Justice League, you know – what makes the Justice League and the Avengers work is, yes, they're these individual superheroes that come together for the biggest threats. So you can still have that. Yeah. Like, and that's where I think what makes the MCU work is you're not getting an Avengers movie every time. You're getting yeah. you're getting these other movies. I think one thing to just make it simple is that I think uh, DC, uh, Justice League needs its shawarma. You know, it needs something to give it a bit more like that extra like oh yeah i know these guys i can relate to this not like it needs a gimmick not that it needs to be like oh they love tacos they go eat ta-. like no 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 they they need something that grounds them a bit more together instead of just like these are brands meeting up so you can buy our brand type thing well and i think you got a little of that with batman and superman at the end of justice league like i bought the bank like that's kind of a badass thing to say to like Clark to save his family's house. I bought like you get that little like yeah you know, yeah yeah and you That's and you got that with, and then you got that with Flash and Superman doing the race. Like okay, like I see what you're doing here. Like cool, like you're getting to like what you're saying. Those one-off scenes to show that like there there's an ego between these guys now. Like, also, also just a little side note. Everyone knows Flash is faster than Superman. Why is there even like an argument? I mean. Superman went back in time once. If you watch the show, he destroys the timeline every single day. I mean, come on. I mean, well, did, did you ever see that the, when they did the Flashpoint episode, the teacup thing is like once you break the timeline, like you can put the cup back together, but you're always going to see the cracks. And the more times you break the cup, you can't put it back together as good. That's why yeah, they were like, can't. It's also, it gets very boring story-wise. That's why it got me so hard to get back into the Flash, where it's just like, Barry, just stop. Shit, just fight, fight Gorilla Grodd. I don't know. Just stop. Just <laughs> well, stop it. Well, we can go on a complete another tangent of how the Flash destroyed his oh, rogues gallery in one one season. But also, also, it's, um, I wouldn't mind if, like, uh, if they did, like, a Flashpoint thing and they had Grant Gustin show up, which I know is, like, budgetarily, like, crazy and shit to do that. But just the idea of just, like, if they're going to pay tribute and service to, like, the concepts of just, like, if we're going to do a soft reboot, why don't we just have fun with it? Well, if, if, if because, like, I see you also can do with Flashpoint or you want to do something with the Flashes, you can do the Flash where Barry Allen dies and you bring in um, Wally. Barry. Uh, Wa- Wally, not, Wally. Wally. Well, not even Wally. So Barry Allen dies. Or you mean the- Impulse. No, it's the famous cover of the two flashes running towards the 
Because, because yeah, because doesn't Barry die in? Oh, you're talking until... about the OG Flash. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, like like you can have you can have him come back or whatever. Like you know, I thought, I what was it? Was something Allen? What was it? Uh, I thought it was Barry Allen, and then Barry Allen died, and then no, then... no, not not that one. Um, I'm trying what the Tin Hat you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The Tin Hat. The OG. Yeah. His name's escaping me, but I feel bad kicking myself for it. But like you could do something with that. Like I said, if you want to do a standalone Flash movie, you do have good a good rogues gallery. But the best thing to do with Flash is to Flash because he has one awesome story that's Flashpoint. And if you do it right, like you can do it well. Like they did Flash the Flashpoint paradox on the animated movies, oh, and it was, it was awesome. really good. It was except awesome. I think it was great. Except the animation could have been better. That's yeah. what I'll say. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm not saying any. Any the movie was fine, but I'm talking about specifically the animation. It got weak in just few areas. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can definitely tell in certain scenes it was like they were. We need to rush. Forward. We need to rush. Yeah. Like, like this said, looks like stuff they got back from Korea, and they're just like, "Fuck it, we just got to put this on the DVD." But like I said, I mean, that's that's your soft reboot, and and, and I think what it is, and it's right a now, cheaper alternative to doing Infinite Earths. Yeah, because you know you could do you could do Flashpoint very quick and very easy because all you have to do is Ezra Miller because I mean if you do you had Ezra Miller, Gal Gadot and Jason Momoa. Those are the three people you need. Cyborg you could have in there. But everybody else you can legitimately recast for this the alternate the alternate timeline. Yeah. Like, you know, and go from there and then when you come back to the reality, here you go. Let's move forward. Or, um, or have do, would, uh, I know yeah. it'd be crazy, but have uh Ben Affleck as Thomas. And then when he comes back, the Matt Reeves Batman is in play. No, because I think you you, you could I think do... that'd be I think that would hurt the pride of Ben Affleck too much. Yeah. Well, because... I, like I think I, like even if he said yes, I'd still think that would be like a whole like thing of like this is gonna be your last role as Batman type thing. I'm not sure if he would either take it as like I'm gonna take this the best way I can, or because I mean he as his personal life, he has like a lot of therapy and stuff or something now. Alcoholism. Like, Alcoholism. I can only imagine that attributes. He's from to like, Boston. Yeah. He's, well, he's yeah. Like, yeah. Really? <laughs> he's a Boston native. But like, no. But like I said, you could do that, and then you end it. You you meet up with Matt Superman because Flash came back too early in the timeline. So that's where he gets dropped off earlier in that MCU timeline, and that explains the younger Batman. <clears throat> or you can even uh, you could possibly do a uh, um. If we're gonna cast a lot of people, said the guy who uh. His name just gave me, but the guy who uh, who played uh, Thomas Wayne in the uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan. A lot of people are saying he'd be great. I honestly do think he'd be great. Oh yeah, but yep. I kind of also it's like an older Batman. I we kind of John Hamm, Mike, Michael Keaton back. I want John Hamm. I like John Hamm too, but I kind of want John Hamm as an older Superman. <laughs> uh like Kingdom Come. Oh, yeah. yeah. And plus, I always wanted him as Superman anyway. And plus, how his interviews, he always seems like a great guy. I imagine he would be a great Superman. Well, yeah, Michael Keaton they're talking about for Batman Beyond because now their rumor has it that because it's Into the Spider-Verse was such a hit, every studio is now scrambling to make their own Into the Spider- Spider-Verse movie to a point where Warner Brothers wants to do also, a Batman one where you have Batman sent, and, and Batman also, And also how... Um, the whole interdimension kind of stuff has become popular due to Spider-Verse. Maybe that's also a thing they're probably going to do 
with the soft boot of the DC universe where they'll probably have like Dr. Fate show up at some point and he'll like, they'll sprinkle in type of things and like have things in different realities and stuff and have it merge. And maybe, maybe they could just do solo films where it's a completely separate universe, like the whole Joker movie. And then later on tie them all together with a crisis, infinite earths movie, because if they can build up interest with these films, they can make that movie and then just merge whatever is the greatest hits. So I would love an infinite uh, an infinite Earth storyline. I think they would have to build up to it for budget. That's why I'm saying that. So you, you know how they did Elseworlds this year for the big crossover of the CW shows? Yeah. You know what next year's is going to be? Infinite Earth. Yep. So again, Mark. I Lincoln, think it's testing waters. But again, like I didn't see the Elseworld. I heard it was meh. Um, yeah. It, a lot it, of pro- a lot of promise. That's but not why. That's what I heard from Leo. Yeah, for it, fruition. Uh, it, it was very meh, and it was the whole bat uh, Batwoman thing was. She didn't do anything. She threw a batarang once. That was it. Did she have any lines? Yeah, she she was a brooding. I'm Batman. I mean, I'm Batwoman. <laughs> I would love that flub. That'd be my favorite. I'm Batman. <laughs> she she just played like a pissed off, you know, person. You know, it was just oh, so, uh, so it's Ruby Rose in real life. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, no, I'm. Who like, could Batwoman like, be if like that? Still angry as a, as their alter ego. Well, the one thing they've kept with all this stuff is Batman's missing. Like that's the that's been like because he they've they've sprinkled that through like Arrow, and they've sprinkled that now through the Flash and some of the other, these other shows that Bruce Wayne is missing. Yeah, like where is Bruce Wayne? So because they're saying Bruce Wayne will never show up in these shows, but they said the same thing with Superman and somehow Superman's in these shows now. Like, I don't believe anything that Mark Belanti says right now, mm-hmm. but like, you know, you saw in Elseworlds, like you saw Lois Lane, which again, give him credit, man, that these shows knows how to cast. They can cast these characters. Right. I'm looking forward to seeing Lex Luthor as John Cryer. Um, I I still have a soft spot for uh, the the Lex Luthor who cannot be named anymore because he's been like banished from all of television and movies. Um, so space me. I still I'm a fan of this Kevin Spacey Lex Luthor. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Oh, that one. Okay. No, but I also say is that I felt bad for Kevin Spacey for that role. I'm not speaking for him as a person. I'm speaking to him. I speak as an actor that when he was acting in that film is that I think he would have been better if he wasn't trying to play as the former Lex Luthor, Gene Hackman, because I think he would have had a more unique take if he took the role as his own. It was a sequel. Yeah, I I know. I'm saying that I say it's wasted opportunity with a good actor. Okay. You know, let's let's not talk about the failures of Superman Returns because that can be a completely separate episode. Yes, it could. No. Uh, speak, let's speak, remember speak. that fucking Kumar <laughs> kicked the shit out of Superman. That's one thing we need to remember. No, uh, that's why I think I think our next episode should be the mistakes of DC, and we can go through like Superman Four, Superman Returns, Superman Three. Dude, uh, that's like a ten-parter like season. Just <laughs> Superman just, Two, not the Donner cut. Uh, I, I don't, it's just called DCY. I, I, I don't know if I have enough hard drive space for that long of an episode. Well, no, I mean, I, I mean, we could do <laughs> like a, live, a live, a live, live stream of us watching it one night or something like that. And right. Just be like, huh? Huh? <laughs> it's like just beer bottles being thrown against the wall. Just <laughs> Parker Posey. No, 
Uh, well, on that note, I know we need to wrap things up. Uh, this has definitely been an awesome discussion. Uh, Alex had some awesome news about Invincible. Uh, how about uh, we yeah, talk about Steven it? Yeah, Stephen Yen's going to voice Invincible and Mark Grayson Invincible. It's going to be awesome. He it, played Glenn on Walking Dead, if you're aware. Uh, they announced a bunch of other people in the voice cast. Sandra mm-hmm. O's in it as well. You have Mark Hamill, a bunch of people. And uh, they're getting J.K. Simmons to play Invincible's father, Omni-Man. It's gonna be amazing oh, it's it's gonna be great totally uh so because wh- invincible is my favorite comic <laughs> favorite uh why don't we uh spend a little extra time on it on uh this sunday's show uh since uh we ran out of time today but it's definitely going to be an awesome discussion uh you know it's, give me the pity segment on the door connect i get it <laughs> <laughs> when it becomes a giant hit like walking dead did don't come back and just go like oh yeah i'm interested in talking about it now just like everyone in high school when i was reading the walking dead everyone kept thinking it was some bullshit zombie book <laughs> uh i don't know what i was gonna say there I have was a gonna, good I, night everybody you yeah. can reach me How? at Al- pure underscore alex hoy you can find me at art of alex hoy i'm starting a twitch channel pretty soon so you can see me draw my art Awesome. Um, you can find that at, you know, Twitch TV slash Alex underscore Hoy. Search me up and, uh, yeah, check out my artwork and stuff. And I'll have a lot more stuff going on soon. So check it out. And you can find me, James, at Longtime Storm on the tweets and Instagrams, as well as here on The Dorkening, on The Dorks, The Podcast. That sounds like a, like, epic movie to Dorks, The Podcast. Um, Wait, is it Dorks, The Podcast or Dorks Podcast? Uh, it, well, it was Dorks the podcast kevin thinks we should call it dorks a podcast so i'll leave it up to you guys why dorks don't we put a poll on our facebook group okay there the we go. Thing. That, i don't think i i think that'd be too scary i'm always i always think back to the mountain dew fiasco where they asked like hey what should we name our new flavor and the biggest highest one on the internet was hitler did nothing wrong <laughs> but it's a real thing look it up it's a whole, there's articles about it oh well you, you also can say the same it was at the boat in uh the uk was modi bodie mcboat face or something like yeah, that yeah so you can find Bodie me McBoat. here on the dorkening uh on the dorks insert pronoun here podcast yeah um uh, you know or check us out uh you know I'll be around. We'll be at shows. I'm all set. Totally. Leo, where can I find you? Ah, Just Google Leo Pond. You find a bunch of stuff about me. Most of it is true. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't checked in a while. Uh, Say his name three times in the mirror and it'll pop up behind you. Exactly. Uh, But, you know, I I put this stuff together multiple times a week. Uh, You know, we do this Dorks podcast every Wednesday. Uh, And then we do the Dorkening, uh, which is a roundtable open discussion. live at 10 a.m and we do our wicked horror show tuesdays at 9 p.m and then uh, also on the network uh we have uh, a dork's physique you can check out back episodes there uh and you're going to be starting up uh in the near future and also secret underground hideout so uh definitely tons of stuff to listen to and uh thank you for listening oh leo by the way who, who's yeah. our sponsor deadly grounds coffee yeah, so you should have heard the ad already. I, I know. Normally- wow, that <laughs> ad really. to the dorks hyphen podcast <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs>
Dorks underscore podcast. Uh, it's like a mad. It's like a Mad Lib. Just put your, put your own little thing in there. I think it'd be funny if you literally wrote the word hyphen in it. <laughs> dorks hyphen podcast. No dork dork colon podcast. <laughs> you actually write out the name colon. <laughs> colon 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 podcast <laughs> basically yeah did you want to record after for like comic stuff uh or-